Hello and welcome to Ultimate Free From Menu, where we ask someone to come in and choose their favourite drink, appetiser, starter, main and dessert. Uh, this is the last episode of the series and we have the first man on the podcast, <laughs> Healthy Living James. Thanks so much for coming in and, and spending a bit of time chatting about food, mate. No, thanks for having me on. Um, interesting, I'm my own, only guy, so... <laughs> Do you find that in the sort of food blogger world that is quite... You know, it's quite female dominated. Yeah, definitely. I think even more so in like the free from space. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I noticed that when I started it six years ago that I probably like when it comes to gluten free, there's like a probably a handful of guys. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, (laughs) been um, been interesting. Good to put it from a guy's perspective as well. Definitely. Thanks for coming in and, and representing. So, Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So, did you find it difficult to choose your your menu? Um, no, it, I, I think I put it together in like 10, 10 15 minutes. Like, I just was uh, I was out fishing with my dad the other day, and I thought I'd uh, ha- had a bit of headspace. I went through, you know, what I love to eat. I, I thought I'd do it slightly different, where I'd have a because I lo- obviously love to cook. So, I have a menu that I uh, have at home. Uh, that would be my ultimate menu and then also a menu that I go out to eat um, because I think that space has improved massively as well so Mm -hmm. I've got some good sort of restaurant sort of recommendations and stuff like that so yeah awesome okay and anything that uh that you mentioned will be put in the description yeah don't spoiler yourself if you're watching now or listening now by going and clicking on all those links now Mm listen to what James has got to say about those places and and yeah you'll find all of the recommendations underneath yep. uh, I think that a few of my previous guests are going to be watching and they're going to be like what you're you're letting him do this you're letting him <laughs> choose two for each one there's going to be some furious people grabbing me at the allergy and free from show yep. saying what's going on you let James have to it's going to be some sort of oh I get it boys club yeah letting they... <laughs> yeah we got we got ended on the you know with the last one we got to end on a good one right Exactly. Exactly. And talking of the allergy and free from show, you can get your tickets in the description as well. And you're going to be coming along as well, right? Yes, I'm there on the Friday. Um, cool. Unfortunately, I'd already booked a holiday before I knew the date. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been there the whole weekend. But I'm going to be there on the Friday, eleven fifteen. I think my demo is. Cool. Um, and then we're going to be signing some books. At, I think at one o'clock. So I'll be around awesome. most of the Friday. Okay, perfect. So yeah, come along and see see James do some cooking and signing some books. That'll be really good. Uh, okay, so I guess we'll dive straight in. And um, I always start by asking someone, as a good way to would, what are your dietary requirements to give a bit of context to your menu? Uh, gluten, dairy, and egg-free. Um, I am mostly plant-based as well, but I do eat fish occasionally. So a lot of my recipes are plant-based. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, so let's let's dive straight in with the drink, I guess. Yeah. What, what are you having to drink? Are, are we splitting this one as well? Uh, I thought, I'd, shall I go through my uh, restaurant sort of eating out and then go through my home or shall I mix them no, both? Let's, let's, let's mix them. So okay. let's start with drinks and let's look at both both drinks. Right. Um, so if I'm going out, I do like a gluten-free beer. Um, I Probably my favourite is the Dara Dam one. Um think it's like just has the best sort of flavor um so i often choose that if it's on the menu and it's it's brilliant because over the last i don't know few years say two years ago you would never be able to get a gluten-free beer in a restaurant like it just wasn't a thing so 
you know, it's great to see that option now. And even a few of the pubs down where I live have gluten-free on tap, which is pretty special. Oh, like, amazing. Yeah. Um, so there's a local uh, beer company called Free From. Um, okay. but they are literally five minutes down the road from me. And, uh, yeah, they have a few places, the beer on tap and a few places, a few pubs in Ashley Cross which is awesome. really, really cool. Um, so, yeah, that's improved massively. I do like a, a beer when I go out. So, yeah. No, that's cool. I was saying on the on the pod that I recorded, I think, uh, two weeks ago with Sarah that I ordered a gluten-free Peroni and the barman yeah. was really, really trying to stop me from drinking it. <laughs> he was going, are you sure, mate? This one's gluten-free. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I've got this. I've got this one. This one's, I've only got gluten-free Peroni. It was like, no, mate, that, that is the one that I want. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing that, the choice now. Like, different brands are getting involved and um, I, I still think Dara is my favourite so far. Hmm. I did have um, an amazing one in Scotland when I was up there called Belfield, I think it was called. Okay, and yeah. that was that was incredible as well. So we're actually going to Scotland in August. I think they've got a brewery in Edinburgh. So I thought I might okay. you know, pop down there because it was, that was very good. Awesome. I'll, I'll check that out. Cause obviously we've got our um, show in Glasgow in, in March. Maybe yeah. they might be someone that might, might want to come along and, and show our visitors their, their gluten-free beer. That'd be really cool. Uh, Dora yeah. Dam are going to be at, at the show in London actually. Oh, cool. I can have one um, after my demo then. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And if you're at home, what are you, what are you doing for yourself for, to drink then? Um, I'm not really sort of like tea or coffee drinker, but I do like sort of a hot drink. So peanut butter hot chocolate is a recipe that I created okay. a few years ago. It's been so, so popular and my wife and I absolutely love it. So I often make that it's literally a handful of ingredients. Um, really simple to make that recipes on, on my um, blog and instagram reels and stuff like that so yeah that's um one that we sort of gravitate to a lot so when you were developing that recipe what was it the ratios that you had to figure out what is it that's that's made it spot on at this point um yeah it's not i don't like things overly sweet so it's like trying to get the right sweetness but then getting enough peanut butter taste like sort of nutty taste but not like overpowering um so you have to sort of yeah there's a bit of playing around with getting the right uh quantities but I also like to make my recipes quite simple in the fact that you know it's one tablespoon it's not like one and a quarter or something like I try to keep my quite rounded numbers um mm -hmm. you know if I'm using a, a can of chickpeas for example I use the whole can not like three quarters of a can you know just trying to make it as simple as possible for people so like trying to get the right quantities like one tablespoon this one tablespoon that is mm -hmm. um is sort of the skill to it as well so yeah okay so what sort of milk are you using in this because i know it's going to be a, a dairy alternative yeah i most of my recipes i use unsweetened almond milk um okay. i find the almond milk quite sweet anyway um but i use yeah an unsweetened version most of the time sometimes i use soy Sometimes I use gluten-free oat, um, but day-to-day -day I'm normally sort of an almond milk person. Okay, Alpro or what, what brand do you uh, use? I, I use can't, a lot of it just depends what I can get hold of. Um, I guess the one that I've used the most over the years is Rude Health. Um, okay. 
because they they have a gluten-free oat one I, I use their coconut occasionally and then their almond i use so yeah root health i it's just not as readily available as some of the others which can be a bit frustrating uh, it's not in okay. all supermarkets type thing yeah yeah um, and it's probably in the higher price tier bracket as well but yeah we've liked that one over the years I do find that um, milk alternatives are one of the things that's really massively inconsistent from shop to shop. Yeah. Not that no one doesn't have them, but you can't find there's other than Outpro, it's literally every yeah. shop has a completely different combination. Yeah. And not only different combination, but different variety. Like so, you know, I've been drinking the Alpro vanilla and chocolate recently, but yeah. Even places that have got loads of Alpro will randomly not have that, okay. and it's then you go. So it is a complete lottery between between the different places. I think. Yeah, and the, the quite tough thing with creating recipes with those alternative milks is they vary quite a lot in thickness. Like it's mm -hmm. it's surprising actually. Um, that you know normal sort of cow's milk or whatever, if you're buying semi-skinned, it's the same. You know, pretty much yeah. all the time, right? Whereas um, with like I find rude health quite thin whereas like mm -hmm. alpro quite thick so like when you're creating a recipe that can make quite a difference so yeah i try to when i tested the recipes for the book i actually used alpro because that was probably the one that people would gravitate to or can buy the most so i made sure okay. that the recipes worked with that one uh mostly um okay. so i thought yeah that was quite a interesting way of testing the recipes as well so. Yeah, that, that totally makes sense because, I mean, going for the most popular one, I guess, makes sense as opposed yeah. to specifying brands in your recipes because, yeah. you know, it's not like they've, they've it looks like they've sponsored the recipe or something. Yeah. But then obviously, you know, that if someone uses a different one, it might, they might think that your recipe is not right. So that yeah. must be quite tricky. It, it, it's more for desserts, like uh, other sort of recipes aren't that important, but desserts can be quite difficult like to get right and obviously it has to be quite precise so if something's a little bit thicker it can make a bit of a difference yeah. um so that's the the difficult part luckily i'm sort of more dinner person than dessert okay. so yeah okay cool well talking of food we let's dive into it so yeah. appetizer so the thing that gets brought to you sort of while, while you're making your choices that sort of bread prawn cracker sort of phase yeah what, what are you having i even before i was gluten-free i always loved just bread olive oil a bit of salt even maybe some balsamic just dipping that in i used to absolutely love as well when i used to go to, on holiday to grand canary um they would give you like raw garlic and you sort of just rub it over toasted bread love that um so just quite simple really and yeah the options are a little bit when it comes to gluten-free bread, I find it difficult in certain places because I can't have egg as well. And, and okay. quite a bit of the restaurants that have gluten-free bread, they don't have the egg-free one. So okay. that's a little bit more difficult for me. So I can't get it everywhere. But that's what I would, if they someone said, we've got gluten-free vegan bread, for example, yeah. I'd have that with some olive oil. Um, okay. Just a pinch nice. of salt. Love that. What's your favorite, what's your favorite brand? What's your go-to at the moment? Um, I've always been a fan of Shah. Like, yeah. um, again, a lot of my brand choices come down to being able to get it as well. Like, mm -hmm. it easily available. Uh, big fan of B3 as well. Always loved their, yeah. their sort of stuff. 
Um, so yeah, I do. And then if there's um, also my gluten-free bakery, which is okay. if you want next level, like outside of sort of supermarket, um, yeah. my someone might have mentioned it before, my gluten-free bakery, order it online. They do like some of the best bagels I've ever had and they do a brilliant sourdough, uh, gluten-free obviously. Um, so their stuff's amazing. They do a great burger bun and also the baguette is out of this world. Like it's so, so good. You know, I've always missed having that like crusty, you know, yeah. non-crusty gluten-free baguette. Um, I always walk past like the non-gluten-free in the supermarket and I'm like, oh, I would just love to eat that. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas this just, is very, very good. Just with butter, just no like, yeah. I don't even want it filled. Like, you right. know, I just want it just bread and butter. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah, I can th this is very, very good. Like their, their baguette is, I, I'd say it's incredible. Like it's so, okay. so good. So that's, yeah. I, I will have ordered that by, by the end of the day. Undoubtedly. Yeah. Oh, it's so worth it. Really is good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, should we, should we move on to starters yeah. or have you got like uh, no, a home bring, version uh, of the bread? appetizer at home i yeah, do quite like um i've made a recipe recently that i enjoyed spring rolls um okay. in an air fryer so i worked with a an air fryer brand i came up with this recipe and um yeah i really liked it dipped in um sweet chili sauce nice really good so obviously rice paper rolls naturally gluten-free um just wrap them up stick them in stuff them wrap them up stick them in the air fryer crispy nice. delicious they they're a good recipe i've enjoyed recently what are you stuffing them with um i just do like um like a stir fry mix mm -hmm. so you know cabbage um that type of stuff peppers whatever really it's a good way of using up whatever leftovers are in the fridge as well if you've got okay. some stuff lying around bit of a bit of tamari in there um fry it up wrap them in the rolls air fry that's it you can I've bake them as well of, i've been sort of interested in air fry i don't have one and obviously mm. you see on social media it's a bit of a thing isn't it yeah. um uh so you've is it something you'd used before or is it like a recent thing that you've started using an air fryer i over the years i was the same like i had a lot of people i saw them a lot and i hadn't really used one um and then i was getting asked a lot of recipes can i you know bake this in an air fryer instead i thought i don't know because i've never never really <laughs> used one yeah and then i'm i was approached by a brand i thought it was a really good timing because they're very popular at the moment and you know i was like i like to try and learn new things and come out of my comfort zone a bit when it comes to recipes so i thought let's you know give one a go and see if i like it before i you know accept to do it and i absolutely love it like they are yeah. I think it's one of those where you're a bit hesitant until you have one and then when you have one you're like wow this is pretty good like they mm -hmm. they just do things better and faster than an okay. oven can especially when it comes to like if you want to make i don't know simple things like chips like yeah. they are very very good when it comes to that just you know whack it in there half the time probably um they are very good yeah I mean, I will admit I am fully willing to use a deep fat fryer for chips. Mm -hmm. I want yeah. I want my chips proper, so yeah. I'll I'll use a deep fat fryer. But you know, I get the impression that the air fryer is a is a healthier way to go. <laughs> yeah, it just uses less oil. Um, yeah, 
and probably less fat, right? Like a, a mm -hmm. deep fat fryer. You know, I've never used one personally, but I can imagine it's a bit faffy and something you don't want to do all the time type thing. Yeah. So this is yeah, like yeah, an yeah. easier alternative if you want something just chop some potatoes, bit of olive oil, whack it in yeah. there, done type thing. Sounds oh, yeah. good. Okay. Well, no, I should, I, I should get one really. I, I want to try it out. I've been, I've been seeing enough things on TikTok to make me think that I should try out. Yeah. They're really good. Yeah. I recommend. <laughs> okay, cool. Right. Let's go for your starter. Uh, so eating out, there's a restaurant that we absolutely love in, in Bournemouth called 12 Eatery. It's actually okay. a, a vegan restaurant. They do a lot of gluten-free options. They're very, like, you know, they've got gluten-free beer. Um, so they've got a tip from me already. Um, they, so I like their veg tempura. They okay. do amazing, like gluten-free veg tempura that love absolutely love. They, they serve. I think they, they used to serve it with sweet chili. I think they've changed it to more like a tamari um, dressing now. Again, so they're using tamari rather than soy sauce. So yeah, really um, up on their their free from side as well. And they're nice. a, yeah, a local restaurant um one off so they i love supporting them um it's actually where i had my book launch party as well so oh nice if you're in bournemouth i highly recommend checking those guys out cool and that tempura it's got that perfect crunch to yeah. get it right every time yeah very good yeah absolutely love it cool we've had tempura mentioned a couple of times now mm. i get the impression that it's is, as far as batter goes, it's probably one that's suited to gluten-free a bit more than yeah. a, a more sort of doughy, thick, thick batter. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, that's um, easier for fat for gluten-free. When you're, when you're trying to get that, like you're saying, that thicker, it's a little bit more difficult. So, yeah. But I, I actually prefer tempura anyway, so mm. lucky for us, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay then, what's your what, what's your starter at home then um garlic butter flatbread it's actually nice. one from my book get that in there yeah there you go um it's in in the section in my book um yeah it's a recipe that i came up with a while ago and i was actually holding it back for my book um really simple it's a simple dough that you might have seen like a gluten-free flour um with i use coconut yogurt that sort of helps to bind it together a little bit of oil i find that helps as well and then just roll it out into a, a flat flat bready sort of shape um nice. make a garlic butter on the side i obviously use a, a vegan butter and yeah it's, it's a recipe my dad absolutely loves because my dad's celiac um he was diagnosed about four years ago so he absolutely loves that recipe and uh, something he's missed since you know being gluten-free so i made that one for him and he loves it i'm actually gonna do it on the uh my demo allergy free from nice it's one of the recipes nice. that i'm gonna make on stage so 11 15 on friday if you want to see it made <laughs> perfect man no i will absolutely pop by and see that um i mean it's one of those things isn't it with with bread i think that um it's the ultimate, isn't it? Do mm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's like, there's so many different things you can do gluten free, but getting bread right is yeah. it's, it because we eat so much bread, especially yeah. in the UK and stuff, and and all of Europe. But it just seems like, uh, yeah, it's the, one of the hardest things to get right. It but is, yeah. 
it's the thing that everybody wants. Yeah. Yeah, we've sort of grown up on it so much, isn't it? So when you get that open that gluten free loaf and half the you know, there's a massive hole through the whole thing, you're like, oh, Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I um, think that um when I first when I first stopped when I first went gluten free, it it was so long ago that I think at first I just had to not eat bread. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, okay, I've I've given up bread and it became yeah. so difficult for me to eat. It was like, mm. what am I gonna what am I gonna have for especially like lunch? It became really, really difficult. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're we're sort of blessed these days um, com- compared to you know a decade ago. Oh, the market is like I've so I've been gluten free about twelve years now. And I, the, you know, the market back then was just tiny. There was nothing. Now you can go down, you know, pop down your local, you know, small supermarket, you know, on the corner type ones, and you'll find um, you'll find gluten free. Uh, actually, a little gluten free section, which yeah, yeah. twelve years ago would have been absolutely impossible. I mean, you didn't even get them in the big supermarket, let yeah. alone a small like one that's open most of the evening. So, yeah, it's yeah. Um, that's very people that are quite new to it don't realize how lucky they are now really no definitely so yeah that's a big change definitely i know i'm i'm definitely going to check out this recipe as well so it's it's quite it's a flatbread right so it's yeah. quite quite thin yeah it's not like it's not super thin i'd say half a centimeter something like that i mean you can make it a bit okay. thicker if you wanted to nice yeah um yeah i okay. love that recipe Perfect. so you can come and watch that if cool. you're around at the free from show allergy okay cool um, um okay let's move this should we move on to your your main event then the 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 yeah. mains uh uh start with uh what, what you're eating when you're eating out so there's a restaurant in bath that i've been to twice now and it is very special it's called dough um okay. they do it's a pizza place uh they do gluten-free pizzas but they also do them in um, so do, I think they've got about four different gluten-free bases. Um, they okay. do normal bases as well for people, or they do gluten-free. I think they do four of each. So you can get like um, a purple maize sort of one, a, a standard gluten-free, a, a, a hemp one. So a couple different sort of varieties. But they also do a couple of them in calzones, which okay. for me is special. Like I've not, I, before I, I first went to this restaurant about two years ago, um before that i hadn't had one since i was yeah i I saw it on the menu and i was like is this real like (laughs) this can't can't be real like to see that a lot of the time because you know folding over gluten-free dough it obviously doesn't bind as well it doesn't have Mm -hmm. that stretch so they struggle to sort of pull it over um and this place absolutely nailed it incredible uh i took my dad there i did um a cooking demo up in Bristol a few weeks ago and my dad was with me and I diverted us back through Bath just to go to this place um it is that good so it comes out and you and you second guess yourself and that's when you know something's brilliant when it's gluten-free yeah. you're, you're like this this doesn't feel right like is this real like <laughs> and this it's my dad even said you know this doesn't this is like, is this not good? You know, it, can I eat this really? Um, yeah, yeah. You set the second guess yourself, and it is legit. So, highly, re- they've actually got, they used to have one in Bristol as well, but they, I think they shut that one down in, in 
difficulties we had over the few years, but they've got two in Bath, so there's two different choices in Bath. So, yeah, go check them I out. I mean, you had me at four different gluten-free bases, to yeah. be honest, mate. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? It is, you, know, you consider yourself lucky to go to a pizza place and yeah. find a gluten-free alternative. So yeah. to be given choice, four. I think, is like the holy grail for all of us that are going out there and, and hoping to find a gluten-free free pizza or something you know yeah. you basically sitting with someone who's choosing between deep pan thin yeah. and crispy italian yeah. base mm -hmm. calzoni they've got all of these choices and you're like oh i've i've got the one and yeah. i've you know if it's not the way i particularly like it i just have to deal with it but yeah, yeah the the sound of, of being able to go in somewhere and have proper choice sounds sounds brilliant and something that we all want yeah yeah and i've um like i said been there twice now and I've been tempted to like the last time I went, I was tempted to just go for a normal base, um, just to try that out. But I just, just was like, I can't eat this anywhere else, so I'm just gonna have to have the calzone. Like, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. It's um, yeah, very special. And, and actually, um, so I was with my dad, and Louisa was at home, and she made me bring her one back two hours in the car, just because she wanted one as well. So that shows you it's good. <laughs> Sounds brilliant. What are you having on your pizza? Or in your um, calzone? What are you having in your calzone? We're going for calzone, aren't we? Yeah, that one I had. So the only downside with there is they don't have like loads of um, sort of meat-free or vegan mm. options. They do do vegan cheese, which is great. Um, yeah. But they don't have like loads of sort of vegetarian options. I think that one I actually had tuna in mind, which mm -hmm. could be controversial to some people. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I think I had like the Mediterranean, I think, but okay. with vegan cheese rather than normal cheese. Um, that was really good there. Awesome. I think I've been having a slight renaissance with pizzas these days because I think, and this is this is like the absolute other end of the scale. The one thing that you aren't able to do is um, if you get home and you've got like half an hour and you need to be, be somewhere else and everyone else in the family is just whacking a frozen pizza in the oven yeah do you know what i mean and like yeah. it's not that you know no frozen pizza is that nice they're okay mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's a simple thing but the fact is that you don't have that option do you know what yeah. i mean and i'll yeah. i'll make a pizza often with a gluten-free wrap if i mm -hmm. need to be quick okay. at home yeah something that I, I often do for for a quick one but just recently i've noticed that um Shah have got a gluten-free and lactose-free pizza in Morrison's. Yeah. Uh, Goodfellas are now doing a gluten-free pizza that you can get in Tesco. And once again, like with the milk, yeah, it's like depends where you are when you get them. But yeah. I would say the Shah one is it's not vegan, but the Shah one is really good. Like yeah. you wouldn't, you would. It's that old line, that cliche. You wouldn't know it was gluten-free. You yeah. and you wouldn't know it's lactose-free. And um, it's just once again, it's about it's about choice, isn't it? Like, yeah. um, no no frozen pizza is amazing. It's not no. going to make it onto anyone's ultimate free from menu. No. But just having the opportunity to be able to eat something quick and easy and like, okay in like ten minutes. Um, job, and yeah, yeah, that's it's, it's really good. Really. So good. be free, be free. Do a base as well. Um, okay. If I'm need a sort of quick. If I'm in the situation where I want sort of a quick base, but want to top it myself, yes. then yeah, B freeze a good base um, okay. that's available in most supermarkets. I do quite like White Rabbit 
if you want the yeah. frozen um, pizza, there's there's as good. Um, and yeah, I don't know the shard. Then I can't have that one. Is that okay? I've not tried. So that has milk in, does it or not? Yeah, it's lactose. It's lactose okay. free, uh, but it's but it's not vegan. Still but, dairy, um, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. The I weirdly I've never used like a ready-made um uh pizza base a gluten-free one I haven't tried the char one I haven't tried the beef-free one yeah um I always get a wrap because I like mm. my base really really thin yeah. anyway yeah and I've found that um a gluten-free wrap like the Warburton's one like mm -hmm. the, there's there's loads of them oh. um always always use them for putting on a bit of tomato Quickly. and, and yeah. stuff yeah yeah i uh, always find that works really nicely mm. okay um so what are you having for your home cooked main meal um fish pie i absolutely cool. love a fish pie um <laughs> it's something like whenever i go over my parents uh they say what do you want and i say that so that is um we always sort of request that whenever we go over to parents if i've got friends over i'll either make that or um lasagna um yep. so yeah do love do love fish pie it's just comforting isn't it just yes yeah always... and is that some, something that you'd make for yourself or in, in this occasion or is someone in your family making it for you um my so it's i've got the recipe on on my um mm -hmm. website i think i came up with it first and then my parents sort of make it really well i don't know in they must just put more love into it than I do, but it seems that theirs comes out a little bit better than mine. So okay. they um yeah, I request that from them whenever we're whenever we're going round. So yeah. That must be weird to have yeah. to have made a recipe and then have someone do it better. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They must just I think they prep it more like I with my recipes I sort of don't prep them as such in advance. Like I get in the kitchen, I do it there and then. But I think they prep like it's in the morning so maybe as it sits and marinades a little yeah, bit more yeah. it just develops a bit more flavor so yeah they um hopefully they don't listen to this <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure they will yeah. um, okay so what what what's in your fish pie give me a few of the the, um, the things that made the flavors just sets off the flavor so with, again with mine it's it's a lot of like i tried to make a lot of stuff in as little a pot like one pot as so we just, um, the celery in there, carrot, so you just grate it into the dish straight away. So you don't like, you know, use too many different things. Um, bit of chili in there is nice. Like mm -hmm. it's not, it's not hot, it's not spicy, but it just adds a nice flavor to it. Garlic in there, lemon juice, I think lemon zest. And then you can use kind of what fish you want. Like I generally gravitate to salmon, cod and prawns. I like mm -hmm. those, that mix. Um, I think sometimes my parents use more like smoked, a bit more smoked fish as well, which might make a difference. Mm -hmm. um, and then just topped with, oh, cheese in there. And then you just sort of mix it together. Um, and then you top with the mash and then put it in the oven. So it's a little bit quicker than you're making loads of different things at the same time type of thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Sounds good. And yeah. the good thing about a pie or a lasagna or anything like that, you've got a lot of prep, sort of prep and doing it at the beginning, and mm. then you just whack it in, and it's yeah. all in one go, and it's all together, and yeah. it's like this 
hearty, lovely thing that comes out that everyone shares. So yeah, yeah. it's a really nice thing to make make for everyone. Big big fan of lasagna as well. Like, yeah, so, yeah. Like I said, whenever um, I have friends over, I cook um, a lasagna. So it, I make a, a black bean sort of black beans or lentil one. So um, because I don't eat meat, um, mm-hmm. I make a sort of vegan one, and that is that really impresses people that one is so so good like it's really popular recipe of mine that one's on my blog as well i think it's called gluten-free and vegan lasagna i think it's called um nice so yeah it's well worth a try as well awesome awesome um so uh what about us what about a side then what side are you having when you're out uh honest burger do amazing rosemary fries people might have mentioned them before they are this is the second one yeah yeah they are special like they are very very good i didn't really used to like rosemary if you probably like five five eight years ago Mm -hmm. um but i I love it now and and those chips are special (laughs) (laughs) worth the trip they and they do um it was tough between choosing their burger as well uh over yeah I went for the the main as the as the calzoning just because it's very special. The yeah. in close second was Honest Burgers. Um, they do a plant burger. They also do you know, normal meat burgers, but they they mm-hmm. have the char. They use the char hamburger buns, um, okay. which I think are the best sort of gluten free uh, burger buns available mm-hmm. that you can sort of get in a shop. Unfortunately, only Asda stock them. But I saw um, them for the first time the other day because yeah. I don't often go in Asda, but mm. I was away and I was near an Asda. I went in there. I was like, oh, I haven't seen these before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a shame because they used to be stocked in a few other supermarkets, but about three or so years ago, they are now only in Asda, which I don't know why because they are very, like, very good. Mm. So if you're, they're worth a pop into Asda just to get those if you want, like, um, you know, for barbecue or something like that, they're mm-hmm. a bit of sort of brioche style, um, yeah. but they are, yeah, gluten free and vegan, so they are good. Nice. I mean, they're they're you, the Shah range in Germany when I was out there was yeah. insane. I yeah. mean, and and I think that's partly because um, in Germany they they don't have the variety of brands mm. that we have over here. No. Uh, when you went to uh, a supermarket, you basically only see two brands, one of yeah. which was shot. And it just meant that there were loads of things that I hadn't seen in the UK before. But, yeah. you know, the other the other side of it, as I say, there was probably only one other brand there, which was yeah. a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, so they're not yeah, competing so, as much for the space. So, yeah. no, so it just it just feels like the gluten free section in Germany was the char section pretty much and and maybe and maybe one other yeah um but i got some good um you know like the crackers that we call french toast it's not not the egg not dipping in egg like the sort of thin sort of yeah they had those and i got two massive packs and i i had the last of them yesterday so i'm a bit gutted because you can't get them in the uk i'm going to germany on on um in a not this weekend next weekend well obviously when this comes out it'd be different but i'd probably been by then but yeah i'm going to germany um so i'll uh, i'll check them out if you see some french toast <laughs> grab them they, they are them really back. really good really really nice really nice cool okay and what about your side for when you're eating at home cauliflower cheese nice as you can tell a lot of my menus just sort of like quite comfort food 
mm-hmm. quite carby, heavy, do light carbs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I make a, a cauliflower cheese, but I actually make it out of cashew. It's like a creamy cashew sauce rather than okay. um, cheese being used. So yeah, that's been incredibly popular on on my website for for people. It's more, I guess, targeted towards um, plant-based people rather than mm-hmm. gluten-free. Um, but it is, yeah, very good. I, I love that dish. And obviously around Christmas time, it gets made a lot. It's great with just Sunday roasts or sometimes yeah. I'll just make it just to go with something else, you know, with some salmon or something like that. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's comforting. It's funny sort of saying, you know, the, it's interesting to hear you say, oh, this one's more sort of uh, for vegan people. Like, what I think is really, really hard is for people that are both vegan and gluten-free. <laughs> yeah. I've got a, yeah. a friend who's both, and we will go into a shop and she will look in the plant, the plant-based section, and nothing's, yeah. you know, nothing's gluten-free. No. And then you go over to the gluten-free section, and some of the stuff you'll find is vegan. But especially, you know, if you go, if you wanted to say like, like a ready-made sandwich or something like that, yeah. very, very, very rare yeah. that you can get something as both. And, right. you know, you'll, you'll hear, a, you know, we'll, we'll often hear about um, a new product that's come out that everyone's raving about. Example at the moment would be the M&S iced buns. Yeah. yeah. So everyone's gone mad about them. I've tried them. They, they are good. But then on the vegan side, um, they'll... I remember it was like a plant-based salted beef uh, roll a little right. while ago that everyone was okay. going crazy about. Yeah. But if you're if you're gluten-free, then yeah, you, you can't, can't try right. that. So right. it was, um, yeah, it's it's particularly tough for her. I, I've noticed it's so finding things that are both vegan and gluten-free uh, for good. those people that need them, I think is is really really important and really good thing to 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 help those people out. I always I found that that's probably um obviously when i'm at home i can cook a lot of like plant-based food and i i just love like creating alternative things and and come up with different ideas and i just love experimenting like just creating something that might make someone go wow type thing um i just like being creative in that aspect but probably one of the main things that stops me going vegan is the lack of like you're saying um you know if i go whenever i go on like golf trips with friends i go to sort of portugal or spain there's nothing i can eat like i I struggle enough to go out to a restaurant being gluten-free if i go out and i say right i can't have any fish now i'm really not in a good place like i'll be eating chips like that would be about it and you know it's not um it's not worth it for me right now like yeah. it's just um it makes my life even more complicated than it, yeah. than it can be already eating out so my my safe place when i go out is fish and vegetables that that's yeah. like your when you're traveling that's can be pretty much what you live off like mm-hmm. for, for a week or so so yeah that's um it's difficult it's a lot easier in this country i'll mm-hmm. tell you that rather than other countries um Maybe it's the language barrier as well, but it's and you know it's stressful enough, isn't it? Going somewhere and and worrying about what you can eat. So yeah, no, totally. And and you know, there's only 
so so much you can be limited in terms of what what you're able to eat before mm. it gets really really miserable so yeah. i totally understand that it's, mm. it's really tricky for her when we go out somewhere yeah um okay so we mentioned you mentioned earlier you were more of a savory man than a sweet mm. man yeah uh having said that here we right. are at the dessert is yeah. this a is this a something you'd usually skip go straight I, home i'm not and um, <laughs> i'm not like i said not a massive sweet fan like louise and my wife she is more she likes sweeter things rather than the savory um it depends what mood i'm in really like i don't okay. i'm not i don't always finish with a dessert i'd probably if i'm having two courses i'll pick a starter over a dessert that's sort of mm -hmm. that would describe me the most i guess um there's a local cafe down near me called miko um it's just sort of in between Lilliput and Ashy Cross. They have uh, recently been doing uh, so. It's a that's a gluten free and vegan place. Nice uh, cafe. Yeah. So it's really cool. They do. I don't know actually what they call it, but it's like I would say it's a peanut butter chocolate square. So it's like a, okay. a sort of peanut butter dough base and then topped with chocolate. Um, and sometimes I've popped in there just to buy that. <laughs> it's it's really good. So nice. Um, yeah, it's a really nice. Uh, I, as you can tell, I like peanut butter as well. So that yeah, is, yeah. I guess peanut butter is a weakness of mine. It, I <laughs> love it. It, sort of it takes it takes the edge off a little bit for something sweet, doesn't it? Because it's got yeah. that saltiness. Yeah, yeah. It adds a real nice saltiness to it. A bit of a crunch. Yeah. Uh, I, I and. Probably one of the most popular recipes I've ever done to date is a 10-minute peanut butter curry. So nice. that's uh, been a very popular recipe of mine. It's, I actually I was allowed a few recipes that have been very popular in my book. Um, mm -hmm. And that one, I put that one in there because it is just so good. And like it says, 10 minutes. Can't nice. beat a curry in 10 minutes. So. No, absolutely not. No, I, mm. I'm going to check that one out, actually, because I like peanut butter in a curry. Mm. Very yeah. much so, even to the point where I've added peanut butter to a korma before, even yeah. though it's it's not, not. <laughs> like you wouldn't think it doesn't make any sense at no. all. I've put a couple of uh, spoonfuls of peanut butter in a, in a korma that I've been yeah. making, and it's, oh, it's so good. It adds like coconut a, and stuff. Yeah, it adds like a creamy sort of. I just boost the flavour. Yes, yeah, if for people that are watching that haven't tried peanut butter in a curry, it is it's worth chucking a few spoons in you could probably just chuck it in any curry really just pretty much a little, little boost, <laughs> yeah a little bit of boost to it it'll, it'll make it better probably so yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean I'm a, I'm a big fan of satay and yeah. i always thought that um it was some sort of really complicated like special thing and mm -hmm. i and i remember being at my local chinese takeaway and just catching a glimpse into the uh into the kitchen while they were making my satay of this woman with just this massive pot of like tesco's like peanut butter just yeah slapping it in there and yeah. like, all right okay no that make it makes sense of course it's made of peanut butter of course yeah. it is <laughs> yeah it's simple yeah it's, it's effective yeah, yeah. It's, it's um yeah i love satay peanut butter mm. that's a weakness Anyway, we've gone back on to, to, yeah. to savoury. I see what you've done here. Uh, <laughs> what about your home homemade dessert then? Um, chocolate tart is something okay. I make all the time. Um, again, that was uh, a very popular recipe. 
I'd say that's the second most popular recipe I've ever made. And I put that one in the book as well. I think I was allowed six recipes. Okay. Um, and I put six pr recipes that I previously created. There's 80 yeah. recipes in the book, but I, yeah. I was allowed about six or seven, I think, previous recipes. And I added the chocolate tart in there as well. I slightly nice. tweaked it. I've made it better than the one that's on the blog um, and slightly easier um, ingredients-wise. But mm -hmm. it's five ingredients, really simple to put together, and it is very special dessert. Like people nice. absolutely love that one. So that's um, one that make all the time. Awesome. What's the so? What's the base like of this tart? Uh, it's uh, I use ground almond, cacao powder, nice, a little bit of coconut oil, and a bit of maple syrup just to help it stick together. And nice. then the actual chocolate mix itself is chocolate and coconut milk mixed together. So it's really, it's, you literally make the base, put it in a tart tin, melt the chocolate and the coconut milk together, pour it in, put it in the fridge for hours. Well, you can put it in the freezer for about an hour and a half and that sort of speeds mm -hmm. it up. I think the best consistency is when you put it in the fridge for about three or four hours. And nice. I think... Yeah. Um... I think ground almonds are quite a good way to go mm. in terms of gluten-free stuff. I've used yeah. ground almonds for like a, like batter on a, like a schnitzel, that sort okay. of thing before, yeah. as opposed to, to using gluten-free flour. And that's, that's had some quite good sort of, uh, some results. It's, yeah. I'm totally up for, for trying that. that yeah, cause it has a bit more of like a grainy consistency, doesn't it? It's not yeah. like blended flat, like flowers, obviously really smooth. Whereas ground mm -hmm. almonds have a little bit of texture to it. Um, yeah, I can understand. Yeah, on a sort of schnitzel style, it would do quite well. And people that are nut free, um, yeah. you can use sort of oat flour as well. That kind of okay. if you don't blend the oats to a pure flour, you could kind of mimic the consistency a little bit with that. So, yeah. okay, cool. Mm. Right. Well, we've come to the end. I'm going to read this back to you, and yeah. then you can uh, you can I'm see excited. see how it sounds. I'm going to uh, right. How should I go through? I'm I'm going to go through it the way we did it. So, yeah. uh, for to drink on an night out, you're going to go with a free from beer. Dora Dam's your favourite, but we've had a shout out to is it Belfield, which is a yeah. gluten free one, yeah. and free from beer that's uh, in a place based in Ashley Cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then at home, you would go for a peanut butter hot chocolate with. Uh, Rude Health gluten-free oat milk or an almond milk. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, for your appetizer, a uh, classic sort of gluten-free bread with olive oil or balsamic, some nice salty butter on the side. And we've yeah. had a, a shout out to My Gluten-Free Bakery and their baguettes particularly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then at home, spring rolls in the air fryer, which is a recipe that you've done, which you can find on your website and in the comments and if we're out we're going for the starter at the 12 eatery in bournemouth vegetable tempura yeah with tamari yeah i think they've got a tamari dressing or a sweet chili and they, they nice. sort of mix them around so okay and at home you're going for your classic garlic butter flatbread which yeah. you can find in the coins as well then for the main we're going to dough pizza in bath for a calzone with mediterranean a mediterranean calzone yeah. um 
I'm heading off over to South Wales in August. I might have a stop off. Yeah, go on the way. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I've been places and I'm like, can I squeeze past Bath on the way home? <laughs> no, it's like it's an hour out the way. I can't justify it. But yeah, it's worth the trip. Okay, cool. And at home, we're going for a nice hearty fish pie. Yeah. Uh, on the side, if we're out, it's going to be rosemary fries from Honest. The second shout out to those that we've had on the show. Mm-hmm. And at home, we're going for cauliflower cheese with a cashew sauce. Yeah. And then for dessert, we're going to, is it Miko in Lilliput yeah. or yeah. on the way to Lilliput? Yeah. Uh, for a peanut butter and chocolate square. Or if we're at home, it's going to be your chocolate tart made with five ingredients. Yeah. Okay, how does that sound? I'm hungry. Yeah, I made the mistake of not eating breakfast before we did this because yeah. we recorded this quite early and I'm going to be running straight straight for the cupboard straight after. Yeah, I'm hungry now. That is a, yeah. that's, a good, that's a good menu, that. I'm pleased with it's that. It's a good menu. Some yeah. great recommendations, some different recommendations. Uh, interesting location-wise, you know, bit bit more further away from london and stuff which yeah. is always good we had sarah doing some some north devon stuff the other day so it's it's good to get some stuff lots of people are going to be going on holiday so mm. these sorts of recommendations are, are really good for people visiting these areas as well as as well as living them so thanks yeah. for that that's brilliant cool okay awesome right well thanks for taking the time i will uh l- i look forward to meeting you in person for the first time yes. when you come to our london show uh, just to remind everyone you can get your free tickets uh this uh we when we recorded this episode we just moved fifty thousand registrations for the allergy and free from show so by the time this one goes out which i think is going to be the week before the show um i'm assuming it's going to be crazy crazy numbers so make sure you've got your tickets uh yeah it's going to be awesome first first time in london for three years because of all the the reasons we we know and we're just really excited to get there so yeah it's going to be awesome amazing yeah i i i when I started, I started the blog six years ago, and I was coming to the show from about eight years ago. So I wasn't yeah. even a blogger when I first went to the to the show, and then yeah. I sort of like started it um, six years ago, and then about three years ago I did my first demo there. So it's quite a an emotional show for me because I've sort of grown up with it, and then being a blogger through it, and then doing demos at it, and now having my first book there. Like that is quite a it's an amazing show for me it is is a great show like it's if anyone's free from gotta to get to that show it's very very good so looking forward to it thanks no it's really kind and and so nice to hear about your your journey in the yeah. show and stuff uh, like you've got a similar one when 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 you talk to becky about it when mm. you talk to becky xl about her yeah. coming along to the show and filming other people while they're yeah. doing their demos and then a few years later you know she's sort of the one of the main attractions of it, yeah. like like oh, yourself. Amazing. So yeah, it's really yeah. cool, really cool. Actually, we met each other for the first time at, uh, I think I, I think I'd literally just started my blog then, and she was already you know quite quite big back then, probably six six or so years ago, um, and we've been following each other ever since. So um, both been growing together, and she's doing really well as well. So it's going to be good to see her. I haven't seen her for a few years, so. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah, it's going to be good for us all to get together, I think. Yeah. It's be wicked. Yeah. Wicked. <laughs> okay, well, it. awesome. Well, thanks for taking the time today, mate, and uh, have, have a great weekend. And uh, yeah, I'll see you in July. Great. See you then. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. Bye. Bye.